Kevin, who would win in a fight? Superman or Batman? It's the stupidest question you've ever asked me. Green, Batman. Green Lantern would win in a fight. What the hell are you talking about? What? If only there was a movie to prove how cool the Green Lantern really is. You're in luck. <laughs> I have one right here. Let's watch it. Is that the Green Lantern starring Ryan Reynolds? Why, yes, it is. Are Ryan Reynolds abs in that movie? They sure are. Whoa. I like CG abs. Is that in the movie too? Yes. Two and a half hours later. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> oh man! Somebody boot up the podcast machine right now. Why did they do this to us? <laughs> Why is it happening to me? <laughs> Somebody help me! Head on over to yeahisthatbad.bandcamp.com where you can get our latest premium podcast, Green Lantern. You can find out what we really feel about Ryan Reynolds' abs and more. The following podcast will contain spoilers and explicit language. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of... Yeah, it's that good. My name is Joel. I'm Martin. And I'm Kevin. This is a show that looks at supposedly good movies and asks the question, is it really that good? And what that boils down to is that we look at movies that are fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and reevaluate that score. Does it really deserve to be that high? Tonight's movie is 1991's Point Break, directed by Catherine Bigelow, starring Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey, Laurie Petty, John C. McGinley, and James Le. Point Break is a 1991 action film. This film currently holds a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. How about a plot synopsis? Johnny Utah, freshman at FBI's bank robbery crew. <laughs> freshman? <laughs> He's a freshman? <laughs> Goes undercover to infiltrate a gang of surfers he suspects can be the infamous ex-president robbers. Infiltrate them. He has got to learn to surf. Something his boss doesn't like very much. <laughs> 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 That's one of the best. That's one of the best analyses ever. <laughs> Okay, Point Break. Tonight's movie was sponsored by Anam Nam Moose, and he writes in and says, Gentlemen, I've gifted you 50 of your American dollars, and now an ethical quandary. Do I lord it over you and make you dance like monkeys for my amusement, cackling as I torture you, perhaps with Birth of a Nation, God, Generals, or the Smurfs? No, I am a kindly and magnanimous benefactor, like Lorenzo de' Medici before me. I... <laughs> <laughs> I I will present you with a slab of marble out of perfect cut, supple, gleaming sun. The work of art but lays within it for you to free with your jives and jests. This thing of which I speak has no equals. It's so bad it's good. So not so bad that it's technically fresh. Veined with choice one-liners, quips, and fodder for dramatic reading. Aged to its peak like a fine wine. Surfing, beach football, beefcakes, Keanu Reeves with a dusting of Gary Busey for texture. That's right. I can only be speaking of 1991's Point Break. Vaya con Dios. Oh, there you go, guys. Point Break, what is your history with this? I've seen this movie about 20 million times. This is a really instrumental movie in who I am as a person today. It's really shaped me, I think. Yeah, and your political views and... <laughs> My, <laughs> I, this is how I learned right from wrong, was following Johnny Utah's teachings. I love this movie. This is one of my all-time favorite and movies. Spoiler alert on the review here. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've seen this movie probably more than any other movie ever. That's a fact. You could call my family, ask them. They would totally agree. I've seen this movie literally probably over a hundred times. I'm not even exaggerating. It's, man, it's just one of my all-time favorites. I've never seen this movie before, so I'm the point break virgin. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know how this one slipped through my fingers. But It's on it TBS three times a day, I think. Shocking confession, I've never seen Roadhouse either. What? Or Dirty Dancing. Left boot. <laughs> so I, I've never seen either of those movies either. <laughs> Hmm. The, the Patrick Swayze canon is completely lost on me. Those movies are all so bad. They're great, actually. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Oh! Okay, let's do what we always do at the top of the show. We'll discuss the actors one by one, and we'll see how you thought they did. First up, Patrick Swayze. R.I.P. Kevin. R.I.P. He is great in this movie. Absolutely great. I love every second he's on the screen. The man surfs. Jumps out of airplanes. He roundhouse kicks people. He did actually do that. I cannot tell a lie. He's the Bodhisattva. He is the Bodhisattva. <laughs> What can I say about Bodhi? This is why I got into surfing, was to be more like Patrick Swayze in this movie. It was okay. This guy was all right. I don't know. I wasn't blown away by him. Get out of here. What? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, he was fine. He wasn't bad. You're going to have to... Be, uh, up the ante a little bit? <laughs> yeah, up, up the ante a little. He was better than par. Slightly. Next up, the triumphant return of Keanu Reeves. Not since the days of Constantine have we seen this guy. This is prototypical Keanu, right? I yeah. mean... Oh, he was like baby Keanu in this. This is the Keanu that I grew up loving. And I love I love Constantine Keanu Reeves, though there isn't really much of a difference. I mean, it's not, it's not like he's like a very, you know, he, he doesn't have a wide range of He was like in Bill and Ted mode, this movie. I, I felt subtle shades of it. He was like, he was in between Bill and Ted mode and like speed mode. It was like between those two. This is my favorite Keanu. Even more so than Constantine? Even more so than Constantine. He did- You like him uh, better than Neo? Yeah. I thought he was fantastic in this movie. You liked him better than Speed 2? Wasn't it Speed I stand by my comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he very easily moves between cop character and the surfer character. Pretty effortlessly, I thought. I, I I think he's great. I was not a fan of the Keanu accent. Was he was that his actual voice at the time, or was that like a act? The way he was talking in this movie. I think that's how he actually sounds. No, he doesn't sound like that now. He's more measured and adult. You're saying that he's off the cuff? <laughs> Wild. He's wilding out in this one. Kevin, you're the foremost Keanu expert. Does he really talk like this? I don't I never met him personally. You hang out with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah buddy. I wish. Keanu means like a soft wave or, or like breeze or something in, in Hawaiian, right? Keanu means water that tickles your chin. <laughs> in Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Next up, Gary Busey. This cannot be the first Gary Busey appearance on this show. I think um, it is. Yeah, it for that, sure That's is. shocking, right? We can all agree, though. I'm with Busey, right? Always. 24-7. What am I not with Busey? <laughs> Man, it's tough to be the king, right, guys? He's he's my favorite part of this movie. That guy brings something to a movie. Put him in there. He's very explosive, I would think. Oh, yeah. When he is on the screen and I'm in a movie theater, I jump out of my seat and point. <laughs> and say, hey, it's Gary Busey, everyone. He's everyone the C4 look. of <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> actors. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> the man's unbelievable. I thought he was really good in this. I liked him. Really good. Laugh riot. Great. Love him. One in a million. This guy's a real diamond in the rough. Okay, next up, Laurie Petty, aka Livewire from Superman the Animated Series. I mean, I know that this is controversial, but I didn't really like her too much in this in this movie. She's out of all the characters in this movie, and I love them all. I do, and I don't. I don't really like her that much. I don't think that she really. She was just there to be used. Like, right? Keanu uses her to get surfing lessons, and then they use her as a pawn at the end. She yeah. doesn't really do anything. No, I mean, I I thought she did a good job. I like the scenes where she's teaching him how to surf. thought those were good scenes. She commanded respect in those scenes because she was, like, overseeing Keanu. Like, I thought she handled that pretty well. You've thought about this so much. I, I reflect on this movie daily. <laughs> <laughs> your alarm goes off. Excuse me, you're in the mid the boardroom meeting. You're like, I'm sorry, I have to go. I have to go sit in quiet reflection <laughs> about Bodhi's teachings. <laughs> I, but I agree. She is just there to be used. She, in the very beginning, she's, her character's really good and strong. And then after that, she's just used as a pawn. I don't think they did that good of a job of selling why Keanu was so attached to her. No, not at all. It made no sense. So I could have used some more scenes, but I don't know that that has anything to do with her, her acting. This woman's had a hard life. Both her parents are dead. She works as like a, you know, short like a short cook. order cook. And then she gets kidnapped by bank robbers. But she's surfing. She's living a dream. You're right. She's... Just waiting ride. Speaking of which, next up, John C. McGinley. He gets the gold star for me in this movie. He gets five gold stars. Amazing guy. I love him. Dr. Cox. Great. So we've had Dr. Turk in a movie. Now we got Dr. Cox. Next, we need Dr. Zach Braff in a film, and we're, we're good to go. We got the whole cast of scrubs. He, just bar none, has the best one-liners in this movie, I think. He's unbelievable. That guy yells at people <laughs> like no one else. Oh, man. He yells at them, and he's angry, but it I can't stop laughing. I can't stop laughing. I know. I can't imagine that guy yelling at me. I would just be so happy. <laughs> I would He's, smile so much, and it would just make him more angry and yell yeah. at me more. He gets so close in your face, yelling at you. You'd be laughing at him. Oh. He would be the worst drill sergeant to have in the military. He'd like making fun of you, yelling at you. You'd start laughing. Kim, need I remind you? He's the Atom, Justice League Unlimited. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Now what you have to say? You haven't reminded me. You've informed uh, me. <laughs> Enjoy. I'm going to need a few minutes to reflect on that. Okay, let's get into the brief history of Point Break. Originally, Matthew Broderick and Charlie Sheen were to star in Point Break with Ridley Scott directing. Ridley Scott? Mr. Prometheus himself? I know who the man is. Point Break was originally called Johnny Utah when Keanu Reeves was cast in the title role. The studio felt that this title said very little about surfing, and by the time Patrick Swayze was cast, the film had been renamed Riders on the Storm, the famous rock song. However, Jim Morrison's lyrics had nothing to do with the film, (laughs) so that title was also rejected. It was not until halfway through filming that Point Break came the film's title because of its relevance to surfing. Martin, what's a Point Break? A Point Break is a surf break that... What's a break? Seriously. What's a break? Yeah. Oh, a break is a geographical feature in the ocean that waves break on. Does that make sense to you? Are they pointy? Do you have any charts? 
could show us? I have no, you got a Venn diagram? I, I do. I have no. I have nautical charts on that. You got any Noah data to back it up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Noah wasn't in this movie. Oh, and another thing. Too bad the people that made John Carter didn't take any notes from Point Break because Johnny Utah is a terrible name for a movie. Okay, two months before filming, Laurie Petty, Reeves, and Swayze trained with former world-class professional surfer Dennis Jarvis on the Hawaiian island of Kauai. Jarvis remembers, Patrick said he'd been on a board a couple of times, Keanu definitely hadn't surfed for, and Laurie had never been in the ocean in her life. Shooting the surfing sequences proved to be challenging for both actors, with Swayze cracking four of his ribs for many of the surfing scenes. <laughs> He, re- he refused to use a stunt double as he never had one fight scenes or car chases. He also did the skydiving scenes himself and the film's aerial jump instructor Jim Wallace found that actor was a natural and took to it right away. Yeah, but you just say he broke four of his ribs. <laughs> The actor ended up making 55 jumps for the film. After learning to surf for the film, Reeves took a liking to it and took it up as a hobby. Huh. Surf's up, bruh. At the 1992 MTV Movie Awards, Point Break was nominated for three awards, including Most Desirable Male, Keanu Reeves, Most Desirable Male, Patrick Swayze, and Best Action Sequence for the Second Jump from the Plane. Okay, Martin, this movie had a budget of $24 million. How much did it provide? To this date? <laughs> no. Hmm, I don't know. To this date, it's probably in the high billions. <sighs> Seven. Trillions. Yeah, trillions. Yeah, it's, it's larger than any government's GDP. I don't know, 75 million? Pretty close. This movie made $83 million. Now that's $1992, Kevin, so you can adjust for inflation. Like, Kevin, adjust give me a for second. inflation. <laughs> let, me, let me put this in my calculator. Follow the money, Kevin. I keep telling you, follow the money. Okay, point break. So this movie starts off in not typical Yes That Bad fashion. It's an actual movie. Yeah, so it has an actual intro. The only text on the screen are the credits? Amazing. Yeah. It's letting us know who made the movie and who's in it. I thought that it was pretty sweet row. So I, I just want to touch on this right away. The person who directed this movie is Catherine Bigelow. She has come a long way from Point Break. What, did you think? what is that? Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> What are you implying? <laughs> yeah, what are you what are you implying? Are you saying she went from making You're saying she makes bad movies now? She went from making Buddy Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. <laughs> you have nowhere else to go from the top but down. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay. She went from making movies for bros to like movies for hoes? Yeah, Academy Award winning <laughs> films. I mean, I'm gonna make the argument that this was robbed of an Oscar. Oh yeah? What 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 actually won that year? I am <laughs> I'm surprised that they that they didn't make a category for this movie. The most <laughs> Bodacious movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what did she do between this and Hurt Locker? She fought in Iraq. I don't know. She was married to James Cameron. Did she do any movies in that, in that gap there? I only know of th- three of her movies. It's this, Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty. I have no idea what else she's done. Uh, Dances with Wolves won in 1991 for Best Picture. This is so much better than Dances <laughs> with Wolves. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this this movie has got a lot more staying power than How Dances did Dances Wolves. with Wolves be good? Goodfellas for Best Picture. That's a crime. Uh, that's that's a travesty. <laughs> that's, that's, that's absurd. Wow. Well, we know who won that. that they won that battle, but we know who won the war. <laughs> After Point Break, she directed Strange Days, The Weight of Water, K-19, The Widowmaker, and There's The Hurt Locker. K-19, Widowmaker. That's not many movies in a very long period of time. She's taking it easy. It's all right. I can respect that. I mean, you got it. If you're her, right? You just made possibly the best movie ever made. I mean, where do you go from there? Yeah, you just give up, bro. You hang it up. <laughs> 
Well, she doesn't have, she doesn't need to do anything else. She's proven that she's a, probably the greatest director to ever live. She probably should have just retired after Point Break. <laughs> yeah, that should have been it. <laughs> she became a reckless and disappeared. <laughs> Whatever happened to Catherine Bigelow? She made the greatest movie ever and disappeared. <laughs> so yeah, this movie opens up. The credits are rolling. We got these inter, these interspliced shots of someone surfing. And then we got Keanu Reeves. He's on the firing range. Shotgun in the rain. Shooting his pistol. It's pretty sweet. He goes in. He hits every target. Perfect. 100%, 100%. Utah. He gave the best thumbs up I've ever seen. That look on his face, priceless. At this point, I'm riding on the most intense adrenaline high I've ever had. Because I just saw some pretty sick shots of somebody blowing the tail out surfing. Getting up some spray. Just And then I see some guy with a shotgun. 100% blowing everything away. And then I get a thumbs up in my face that literally knocks my teeth out. <laughs> And I'm like, this movie is incredible. This is a masterpiece, Joel. Well, so Keanu, he's like a rookie, right? He's fresh he's, off the... He's a freshman. Yeah, he's... yeah. We <laughs> were <freshman>. only freshmen. <laughs> Can't be held responsible. <laughs> we fell in love in the first place. <laughs> yeah, so he's just a fresh face, right? He's new. Fresh fish. Exactly. That's what they're screaming. <laughs> fresh fish. Fresh fish. <laughs> I mean, John C. McGinley, he's just wiping the floor with Keanu in the scene, right? Oh, Keanu. Again, Keanu versus Tilda Swinton. <laughs> No contest. Keanu versus John C. McGinley? That was pretty sad. I was crying. I was like, oh no, Keanu, don't do it. He got blown away by a true artiste. They're introducing the ex-presidents, and it turns out that they are the Top Gun bank robbers. Yeah. <laughs> a ragtag team of bank robbers. No one, no one is better. They have everything on lockdown, 90 seconds in and out. They don't get greedy, and nobody can catch them. They're ghosts. Yes. So these guys, they're bank robbers, and their shtick is that they rob banks wearing ex-president's masks. Like, one guy's Nixon, the other guy's Reagan, and they're running around, and they're robbing a bank. Well, they're making fun of Gary Busey, because Gary Busey has this insane, some might say inane theory, that these bank robbers are actually pro-surfers. How did he come to this conclusion, Kevin? Well, they're always robbing banks in the summer. They seem to be kind of going up and down the coastline, following where the waves go. Is that how waves work, Martin? <laughs> they start like, the waves, at the start of the, the waves, summer, one the wave waves. starts at the north and it slowly travels down the coast. Well, they go back to, I guess, their FBI lab and he's letting him in on his, on like how he figured out that they were surfers. He's, he's doing some serious Batman level stuff here. Yeah, apparently he brought to like a chemist and like spectral analyzer. Just a ton of... By the way, is there some unwritten law somewhere that every kind of police chemist or forensic guy has to wear a bow tie or be like nerdy looking. I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Or else I won't know he's a chemist. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that guy? I'm like, who is that? <laughs> oh, what's is he that, doing? Is that another detective that's working that machinery over there? So Keanu gets out there and uh, he essentially drowns. <laughs> the FBI will pay me to surf? Surf's up, bro. So Martin, he looked like he was having some trouble out there. Yeah, I don't know why he almost drowned. It, it, surfing's easy, right? Any, any Joe Schmo could pick it up. I have been surfing since I was a little kid, so I actually don't have a good reference for how easy or hard it is for somebody to learn how to do it. I do. I have a perfect reference. Yeah? I do. The same day we went to the Trillionaires Club, or <sighs> around that same time period, where we arose to godlike heights <laughs> at, at, the, at the Trillionaires Club. If you want to know what I'm talking 
talking about. Yeah, it's at bad.bandcamp.com. Purchase today. <laughs> uh, I went surfing with you that one time. Yeah, I remember. And it's impossible to do it the first time. I thought it. Yeah? It's so, really hard. So you looked like Keanu that day? Oh, worse, worse. I couldn't stand on the board. It's tough. Oh, yeah. I couldn't get up on the board, yeah. You almost got intimate with, uh, yeah. With the Grim Reaper? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, you almost, you almost got intimate. <laughs> so Keanu almost dies, and he gets rescued by a female surfer. He later enlists this female surfer to help him learn how to surf. What I don't understand is why she like just threw him on the beach and goes, you got no business being out here. (laughs) She bullied him, right? She was a bully. Yeah, they really make surfers out to be jerks in this movie, right? Why? (laughs) Locals only, brah. That's true. Okay, so Keanu Reeves, like he needed to learn how to surf. So he decides to use this girl who saved his life. Let's remember that, by the way. She literally saved his life. He would have died in the ocean. How to save a life. (laughs) He would have died out there. So how does he repay her? By concocting this story and using her darkest and most (laughs) depressing anxieties against her. Well, before he does that, he gets his binoculars out and he does something pretty creepy. Oh, yeah. Keanu is a professional (laughs) voyeur in this movie. He sure is. Multiple instances in this movie. He's spying on lovely ladies and undress. He's he's getting his binoculars out and he's like, nice. Towel tricking. (laughs) (laughs) Something else up. Not the surf. Yeah, so she's changing and this is something that I do pretty much every time I surf. Watch watch women get undressed? Well, that's without question, but I change with my towel and I wish I had a body like that. (laughs) Like like a skinny woman. Skinny, prepubescent boy. (laughs) (laughs) So after seeing this movie, when you go to do your changing thing, you're going to look around and make sure there's no guy with giant binoculars (laughs) peering at you (laughs) from behind the car. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so what does he do to get this girl to teach him how to surf? He has her license plates ran and, okay, so he uses equipment and information that are private at work for his own personal gain. Then he learns about her and he finds out that her parents were killed in a plane crash, correct? So he decides to use that as an in. He's going to concoct a story and in his story, his parents were killed. He goes into where she works as a waitress slash counter clerk. He's like, you gotta teach me to surf. I got this feeling when I'm on a wave. Ever since my parents died, I didn't know what to do with my life and surfing's the only thing that's giving me that feeling. She's like, parents died too. It was you. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow he killed her parents. So we get this montage of her teaching him how to surf to this song that drove me insane. Did you guys notice this? There was a song playing in the background. They just said over and over again, four million times, I will not fall. (laughs) No, I didn't hear that. Are you kidding me? No, that went through one year, not the other. I don't remember this at all. They get done with their surfing lessons and they catch, uh, catch out the corner of their eye, a magnificent beast. Surfing. A true alpha male. He's a real golden god. And there he is. We're finally introduced to beautiful golden locks of Patrick Swayze. And Keanu, he's looking at him. He's like, man, God knows what he's doing. And Lori Petty, she's like, that's Bodhi. They call him a Bodhisattva. <laughs> Maybe one day when I have a kid, I could name my kid Bodhisattva. Now, <laughs> now you're dropping hints? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Patrick Swayze, he says, come on, let's hang out. We're going we're gonna to play some nighttime football on the beach. Just playing with the boys. I got something to say about this. Has anybody ever played nighttime beach football? Yeah. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it is. It's awesome. We have this nighttime football game. It's basically lit up with a bunch of car headlights. And still, the lighting was better than the, the football game in The Last Boy Scout. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's around this point of the movie where Anthony Kiedis shows up from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, absolutely. So we got Anthony Kiedis in this movie. We had Flea running around in Back to the Future. Yep. What's going on? These guys are everywhere. They're in every movie ever made. All I do is dream of Californication. Oh, my God. (laughs) I did not expect that. Well, anyway, so Keanu's trying to lure out who he thinks the ex-presidents are by surfing on a beach. He's doing so poorly. He does exactly what Martin says the locals hate, and he pisses off that one surfer and punches Keanu in the face so hard. Keanu's head explodes. (laughs) The sound effect made you think happened. Yeah, and and eventually the Red Hot Chili Peppers show up, and they beat up up Keanu Reeves on the beach. And then, hey, good thing Patrick Swayze's there to help him out. Roundhouse kicks start flying wildly in the air, and whew, it was a razzle-dazzling display of daring do and athleticism that I've never seen before or since. You know, Martin, some people only live to get radical. Yeah, I'm one of them. What do you have to say about that? I fully endorse that. I can stand behind that one million percent. Yeah, because of your radical leftist views. <laughs> I'm a radical objectivist. Yeah. <laughs> objectivism keeps coming up on this show. You keep bringing it up. Is it my it's not my fault. Yeah, it is. You bring it up. <laughs> the one who says it all the time. <laughs> okay, so Keanu Reeves has been is getting completely inducted into this surfer tribe. The surfer Hall of Fame. <laughs> Cooperstown. He is, he's all, all the sports writers. <laughs> the surfing Hall of Fame is in upstate New York. <laughs> the totally landlocked area. <laughs> Where it snows. <laughs> you were saying? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I was saying that Patrick Swayze is being accepted into the surfer tribe. Patrick Swayze? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was already their leader. <laughs> this episode just flew off track. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, Keanu Reeves is being accepted by the surfer tribe, and they show that this is happening at, I guess, a surfing party. Yeah, I wrote down the the kooky, crazy characters (laughs) that frequent these uh, parties. Joel, Joel, you've been to surfer parties before, right? I have, actually. I brought you to one or two. I have. Yes, you did. But we didn't get a cast of characters like this. We got, in rapid succession, a fire breather, a raver, a lunatic and a belly dancer. Back to back to back to back. What'd you think, Kevin? One hell of a party. Actually, Martin, you and I went to a party one time where they were just like the most scumbag, like drug addicts ever. You remember? Perhaps what? after dark. We can talk about it. Oh my god. <laughs> even I. Even I was like, well, this is too much. <laughs> You know, Laurie Petty goes up to Keanu Reeves, takes him aside and says, you better be careful. Bodie will take you to the edge. And past. She's Kevin. looking out for him. She has feelings for him. Well, Bodie gets in and he jumps into the party, gets in everybody's face. He's like, all right, guys, it's time. Night surfing. So who here has been night surfing? Yeah. Oh. Can, can you t- tell me about knife, sur- uh, knife <laughs> surfing? <laughs> 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 you get to a knife fight on the water. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, night surfing sounds outrageously dangerous. Yeah. I've been night surfing a couple times here and there. I was night surfing when I was living in Hawaii one time and a big monk seal came up in the water right next to me and it freaked me and this other guy out because we thought it was just like a, a tiger shark because they hunt at night. It's crazy. That sounds very scary. Well, I noticed that they had like a fire there. I assume it's so people can see where the coast is. Yeah, that's not. That's <laughs> Is it? Yeah, you need like a full moon to night surf and it, and even then it's like kind of ridiculous. When that guy started the fire, he didn't just like pour the lighter fluid on it. He like cut it with a knife. He stabbed yep. it. And He's like, like it got all over him. Like <laughs> I know. completely covered him. And then when he tri- he lit a match and it was like nothing happened. I assumed that guy was going to just blow up. <laughs> <laughs> So Keanu Reeves is out there in the pitch black darkness. He's like, whoa, I'm surfing. I have never seen more obvious green screen surfing in my life. I was extremely pissed off at this scene and I've always been pissed off at this scene. He drops in on the wave and he's going right. Then they cut. The wave had already broken at that point in that one direction. He's going the other way. And then they cut again. And then he's yeah. going the other way again. And it's clearly a different wave. And then they cut again. And he's going back left again. No, Martin, it's like the 13th warrior. Like, this is over the course of multiple nights. This is over the course. <laughs> <laughs> it face. is. That is over the course of multiple nights. <laughs> Yeah, the editing here could use a little more attention. Piss poor. <laughs> At this point, Patrick Swayze has just transformed Keanu Reeves to a surfer. He feels it in his heart, in his soul. It's lit a fire inside. He's smiling. I know. The entire movie, he had a, a devious scowl. <laughs> He had a devious crease in his, in his brow. And now it's gone and it's it's given his lady friend goosebumps. Yeah, so mm. Keanu Reeves and Lori Petty have sex on the beach. Mm. And, and I'm not talking about the drinks, Martin. <sighs> this confused me because they're in public, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're in California. They're not on some like deserted beach in like some other country yeah, that like, like is in, like uh, in the jungle. No, they're on the beach. In California. In California. Which no, they're, they're in Thailand, some remote like, island. It's like a, it's a pretty populated state, right? You're trying to tell me that people don't have sex on the beach in California? I'm sure they do, but... I know for a fact people have sex on the beach in New Jersey. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Wink. (laughs) That's true, but I don't set up, like, a really nice bed on the beach and, like, spend the night and, like, set up, like, a... Like, it it looked like he spent the entire night there and, like, half of the next morning, and he's like, oh, I'm late for work. Doesn't it get cold? Yeah. Next to the ocean? It's freezing. (laughs) At night? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, Kevin, you had a problem with this romance, right? Yeah, I mean, this was basically the only scene scene we got that would really get us invested in that relationship or to see why either of them were invested in the relationship. Would you say that this is a whirlwind romance? Yeah. Yeah. It felt kind of forced to me. Like when they were floating in the ocean and they started kissing each other before they kissed, I'm like, are they going to start kissing now? <laughs> because there was like no build up to it really. They just It's almost it. like he's he's kissing her just because she's there. Yeah, She's the girl that's there while he's his, his life is kind of changing. Like if Patrick Swayze was there, he would have started making out Patrick Swayze. This would have been a completely different movie. Broke back break. Okay, so it turns out that Keanu Reeves, he had a little sex on the beach, wakes up in the morning. I guess it's like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. or it, Apparently he's late for work. Like he works at an office job or something. <laughs> 
But no, apparently he scheduled a raid on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So he, you know, he runs there. He gets there, I guess. They're about to run into the house. They're like, oh, I can't believe it. Late for your own raid. Typical. Some of these scenes here are where this movie kind of drops the ball a little bit. Would they really have an undercover guy as part of this raid? That doesn't really make any sense, right? Yeah, they try to like cover it and say, hey, I don't want you up front. You're just here for backup because you're undercover. I mean, still, <laughs> these these are surfers that are conceivably hang out in the same circles as the other guys, right? Like, yeah. you wouldn't want him blowing his cover. No. At this point, though, he thinks that his cover... These are the guys. That these are the guys and his cover doesn't matter. I guess so. Well, he's going around the back. He's checking inside of their house to see what's going on, to see if they go in and start raid. Gary Busey is pretending that he lost, like, a cockapoo or something. And this yeah. woman is wearing classic late 80s, early 90s underwear, yep. where her underwear literally goes up, like, to where her shoulder blades start. <laughs> Well, Keanu Reeves, besides watching this woman take a shower, catches Anthony Kiedis and the rest of the Red Hot Chili Peppers throwing machine guns, rocket launchers, <laughs> rocket-propelled grenades, RPGs, <laughs> and like six bags of C4. Yeah, they had a uh, they had quite the artillery in there. It was uh, they're gonna light they're gonna light these guys up. Keanu he goes to call in, say stop, get out of there, but some guy is mowing his lawn next to him, can't get the message across. So Gary Busey he busts through, he identifies himself as an FBI agent and all hell breaks loose. Martin, let's just say that these jokers, they're no SWAT. Yeah, well anyway, it turns out that Keanu Reeves screwed up an actual cop's job. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that this was a nice little twist. And Anthony Kiedis blows his foot off. Yeah, so they uh, they round these guys up. Okay, so Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves know who the, figure out who the ex-presidents are. Keanu's on the beach. He sees one of them moon another one of them. He's like, oh, it's the same butt from the video. (laughs) ID via butt, I guess. And so he kind of figures out which bank they're probably going to hit up next because he follows them and sees they're staking out this one particular bank. Him and Gary Busey go stake it out and Gary Busey, 10.30 a.m., wants a meatball sandwich. No, no. He wants two meatball sandwiches. 12-inch Italian sausage. I got one and I want one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Italian. (laughs) Well, anyway, so the, you know, Keanu Reeves is bumbling around doing this, a nice little piece of comedy where he's in the restaurant, and right behind them, the ex-presidents, they show up, and they start robbing the bank, and... Is this the worst stakeout ever? Yeah, it really is. Keanu's up buying sandwiches at 10.30. Gary Busey's reading Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, on the wrong side of the bank. <laughs> Seriously, though, Calvin and Hobbes is a great strip. You got a point. Well, they chase these guys down. I mean, there's an altercation. Shots are fired. (laughs) Mistakes were made. And they run around, and uh, the ex-presidents go to a gas station. They do a little Zoolander action where they have a gasoline (laughs) firefighter fight. Yeah. And they torch the car. Now, Patrick Swayze gets gasoline on him, and it catches fire, correct? does. He runs away on fire, and when the scene comes cuts immediately back to him. The fire's out. Yeah, he's just smoldering. Well, he was running super fast. <laughs> You're right, actually. It caused so much wind resistance on his body that it actually blew the fire out. What did the friction <laughs> make it explode even more? I don't think he's running that fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta say, I love a good foot chase, and this foot chase is pretty good. Really well shot. This I is thought. one of the best shot foot chases I've ever seen. I yeah. thought I was getting a, at, at first. I put my hands up. I thought someone was th- throwing a pit bull at me. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> they tried to do the same thing in SWAT. They did, and it failed so miserably. miserably. This is the <laughs> the, the, the best. This is a real deal. Yeah. So Keanu Reeves' dog was kicked. Yeah, puppy murder. Puppy murder. <laughs> the dog died after Keanu Reeves <laughs> yeah. kicked it. It just. It just <laughs> It looked like a mean pit bull, though. Oh, it's all oh, right. Oh, so it's okay oh, it's to right. kill it if it's a pit bull. Wow, judge, jury, and executioner. He kicked it. He didn't go hollow man on it. In the middle of the chase, he takes like 10 minutes <laughs> and smashes the dog. <laughs> like, oh, forget Patrick Swayze. I'm going to kill this dog. They're having this foot chase, and of course, hey, we're filming a movie in California, so we have to go to the reservoir, right? Absolutely. We, we got to. Every single movie that's in California, we got to go. Go to the reservoir. They go to the aqueducts. And I guess this part that they're jumping into is they try to make it look like it's a thousand feet. <laughs> but it's like it's like seven feet. No. It's not taller than a regulation NBA hoop, Kevin. Which is ten feet. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. It's completely contradictory. I stand by my statements. <laughs> I choose my words very carefully. I thought it looked like it was about ten feet. <laughs> okay, fine. It's ten it's ten feet. They tried to make it like they put the camera super low and they made it look like it was super high in the air. So I, I thought that was absurd. When Keanu lands, he lands on his on his uh, leg and he injures his knee that he injured when he was a college football star. Which is weird because he can run really fast for someone that has a pretty damaged knee. Knee injuries are like the most awful. Sought, a- sought after. Oh, <laughs> they're the most famous. <laughs> <laughs> the most infamous injuries. Yeah, yeah. you don't you don't want to hurt your knee. No. Really don't. Because that stays with you forever. It sure does. Just ask Sean Livingston that. When Keanu Reeves falls down, it looks like all the bones in his legs just exploded into powder. Like, they're gone. The next scene, he's walking around. No problem. He's limping. He's got a cast on it or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. He should be in a wheelchair and in traction for the rest of his life. Are you a doctor? Yeah. Kevin. I can't argue with that. I'm not going to call him a liar to his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't dare. Patrick. Patrick Swayze shows up. He's like, guess what, Utah? Skydiving. It's at this point that since Keanu Reeves had chased down dead presidents, looked each other eyes. And he knew that they both each other was. So skydiving. Yeah. Did you know that Patrick Swayze was on the Angel Grove High School skydiving team? Because <laughs> yet again, another skydiving scene. And he has that bad feature film. They do some synchronized skydiving. I think that's pretty dangerous. Unless you're like a professional skydiver. They clearly were all professionals. Keanu Reeves could barely stand on a surfboard. Now he's skydiving with the greatest of ease. He sky surfs. All right, so when they land in the skydiving, Patrick Swayze's like, hey, Keanu, come here. Let's go in the back of this van over here. He shows him a little video. <laughs> Get in the back of my van. I have some candy you might enjoy. <laughs> He shows him a video. Lori Petty, she's being held hostage by one of Patrick Swayze's goon friends. Goon squad. He says, look, (laughs) we've got her. He's got her over there. If I don't get to a certain place at a certain time, he's going to kill her. So you better do whatever you need to do to protect me and get me there when I need to be there. Or it's on you, whatever happens to her. Yeah, it's on him. (laughs) Give me a break. He just sentenced his ex-girlfriend to death. Give me a break. Yeah, so bank robbing. They take Keanu Reeves to go rob a bank with them. One last fi- caper. It's their final the road. Heist. Well, this- what could possibly go wrong, right? One last caper. They always go well. 
Well, this one doesn't go too well. Well, you know, they, they barge in, they're, they're robbing the place, but Patrick Swayze, I guess, you know, the, he's got a wild hair. He's he's feeling he's feeling the pressure of the man on him because the FBI's in his presence. They're tracking him. He's like, we got to make this one count. This is it. So let's go to the vault. He's throwing the game plan out the window. Yeah, because before this, they would never go to the vault because it takes too much time. They would only take money from the cash registers. When I saw this in the movie and he was going to the vault, they made such a big deal about them never going to the vault. And even the, the henchmen were like, whoa, we're going to the vault. It made me feel as if he wanted to get caught. That's what I took away from that scene. I don't think that's what's going on. I think he, he wanted w- to up the risk. I think he wa- wanted enough money so that they'd be set forever. They knew they had to leave. They're done. They can't stay in the country anymore. So Keanu, he knows where they're going. He's go- He knows what airport their escape plane's at. So him and Gary Busey, they head straight to the airport. They're going to try and stop them and save Lori Petty. So Keanu drops off Gary Busey. He runs around. He gets into position so he can open fire on them if he needs to. Keanu goes up. He's trying to convince them to let the girl go. Another firefight ensues and Gary Busey gets shot point blank with a shotgun in the back like four times. His his entire back was just ripped open basically. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, he was hollow man at that point. Gary Busey dies. They get on the plane. The other members of the Point Break ragtag bank robbing team are dead. Yeah, they're getting picked off one by one. Yeah, it's basically just Patrick Swayze and one other guy now who has been shot to hell by Gary Busey. Well, they fly to Mexico and they have one last skydive for the road. So Patrick- This is the world famous scene, right? People love this. Right. And I can understand why. It's a really cool scene. Patrick Swayze jumps out of the plane. Keanu Reeves is like, ah, he wants him so bad. He wants to get this guy so bad. He's like, screw it. He jumps out of the plane with a giant revolver. I'm like, sick. <laughs> yeah, so Patrick Swayze, he jumps out. He's got his parachute on. Keanu waits 10 to 12 seconds and jumps out of the plane. No parachute attached. That's a real man. <laughs> oh, really? Hope you're paying attention. Hey, I was taking notes. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, he puts his body into an aerodynamic position, zooms down the sky after Patrick Swayze and catches him. He's holding on to him. He's screaming in his face with a gun pointed to his head, screaming at him to pull the shoot. Patch face is like, nah, man, I ain't pulling that shoot. We're gonna die together if you don't push, pull that shoot. They're pretty tender up there, a pretty tender embrace they it, had. It was a beautiful moment, I think. I don't know if there's any other better descriptor for it. Well, it gets down to the last couple seconds that they have to pull the shoot. I didn't think so. I thought that it looked like they were gonna die no matter what they did. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the shoot like 10 feet off the ground, like the distance that he fell before off that fence. That's when he pulled the shoot. <laughs> the parachute barely even gets out of the pack before they slam it to the ground at like Mach 10. Patrick Swayze lands on Keanu Reeves. At this point, his leg is just permanently destroyed. Yeah, I have to imagine every single bone in both of their bodies would be broken in that fall, right? It's not even like they fell in something that could be like, oh, well, that's soft-ish. No, they fell in like... Concrete. Desert. Fell in like hard pan. Isn't that like concrete? Desert concrete. <laughs> Freshly concreted desert. <laughs> yeah. They felt it's about time we concreted the <laughs> desert. Well, Patrick Swayze gets up and he's like, <laughs> that's radical, bro. You're a radical guy. <laughs> 
Later. Gets up. He gets in the car. Keanu Reeves can't chase him because his legs were his legs exploded. <laughs> and then it cuts to one year later where they're in Australia and the 50-year perfect storm has arrived. And sure has. So Keanu and Patrick Swayze, they battle out one last time. Keanu slaps the cuffs on him. Patrick Swayze's like, man, can't do this to me. I gotta go out there. I'm waiting my whole life for this storm. Just let me go. Keanu Reeves is like, all right, brah, here you go. He <laughs> does his handcuffs. He says, live like Jay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he drops a... Like, uh, you can go, but only if you live like Jay. He drops a vial con Dios on him. Which is Spanish for live like Jay. <laughs> he starts walking away. The Patrick Swayze paddles out. All the Australian authorities show up. And they're like, we'll get him when he comes back in. In one of the best Australian accents <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> to which Keanu Reeves says, he ain't coming back. Throws his badge into the ocean. Patrick Swayze, he attempts to ride a big wave, but I don't even know. Does he get on the board? No. It looked like he just got pummeled by that wave. Yeah, he was annihilated. That's it. He's dead. He's, he can't live from that. It was, that wave was like 50 stories tall. No, it was like 20. It was 80 stories tall, at least. He was crushed by 4 billion gallons of water. Yeah, he's, he's a fine powder at the bottom of the ocean. Why did Keanu throw his badge away? He's done. Dude, he's a surfer now. Dude, he's done. I didn't get it. I don't understand. He I don't only even, did that to get revenge. I don't even know how he still had his badge. Yeah, I don't get it. Didn't you learn anything from South Korea about revenge? Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. <sighs> There's no comeback to that now. All right, so that's a point break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out what the real critics have to say about this movie. Bigelow can't keep the film from drowning in a sea of surf speak, but without her, Point Break would be no more than an excuse to ogle pretty boys in wetsuits. <laughs> Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. So true. I don't need any excuse to do that. <laughs> <laughs> An exercise in stylish lunk-headedness. It's gorgeous but dumb as a post. Watching it is a bit like shooting the tube and then getting cracked on the head by your board. Hal Hinson, Washington Post. Okay, and finally, a lot of the snap comes surprisingly from Mr. Reeves, who displays considerable discipline and range. He moves easily between the button-down demeanor that suits a police procedural story and the loose-jointed manner of his comic. Janet Maslin, New York Times. Okay, guys, this movie currently holds a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it really that good? I think that that is a uh, crime that they rated it so low. This movie should be minimum 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. (laughs) Directed well. Acting is great. This movie defines an era, I think. I mean, I can't believe that you, that that this is your first time seeing the movie, but for me, I I feel like everybody that I associated with had seen Point Break and (laughs) that they lived their life by it. I give this movie a solid four out of five with the caveat that <laughs> it's it's it shaped me as a man. Okay. Yeah, for me, this movie is way better than 68%. Like I said in the beginning, I love this movie. I've seen this so many times, and I never get sick of it. I don't know how that's possible, but I have to say it's not five out of five material. Whoa, I really thought you were going to drop a Constantine on this. No, it's not It's it's not five out of five. It's definitely a super duper high four out of five. <laughs> but it's not five out of five. I, have, I do have some issues with it here and there, but that being said, I love this movie. No real complaints of any substance. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, I just you run out. Get it now. Don't even watch it. Just buy it and then watch it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, Catherine Bigelow needs your money. <laughs> okay, as for me, it's really that good. I think 68% is accurate. I'm going to go with a three out of five. This movie is substantially better than the usual garbage that we watched on this show, but not by much. Oh, what? Look at these two jokers in front of me. They're writhing in pain at my truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, this movie was pretty typical. I mean, it was enjoyable, it was fine, but it literally was one ear, not the other. I had completely forgotten the most of it. I, I don't know, I guess it's too late for me. It's like the, it's like you and the Goonies, Kevin. You don't even it's know. Too late. You just saw this movie now, and the effect of it is going to reverberate through your life oh, okay, so from you, here on out, and you just haven't even realized how much it's impacted you. Come back to me in 10 years, we'll, we'll do the reunion podcast on this. We'll and, see how I feel. And you're like, it. my life's totally changed, bro. I'm, I'm a pro surfer, and I'm amazing. <laughs> And I'm an FBI agent now, too. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> okay. We didn't get any emails this week. But if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us at yazthatbad at gmail.com. Okay, now it's time to announce next week's movie. And next week, we'll be watching Art School Confidential. Now, Martin and I went to art school, sort of. Not really. Sort of, maybe. Kind of? A little re- bit. Not really. Okay, so tune in next week when we'll be watching Art School Confidential. Maybe Kevin will learn a thing or two about arts. I, Ooh, somehow I, I doubt. I actually strive to not learn about the arts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, thank you for listening to the show. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Those five-star reviews really do help the show. Please help spread the word of the show to all your friends by liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash bad. You can follow the show on Twitter at yadbad. You can follow Marna at Marna. You can follow Kevin at Kev, And you can listen to the show on all your mobile devices via Stitcher. And don't forget to get our latest premium podcast, Green Lantern. Lantern at yeahitsthatbad.bandcamp.com. Once again, thanks for listening to the show. See you next time. One of my favorite parts of the movie happens right after this, when they figure out that he's a surf, that they are surfers. Keanu Reeves jumps up on his desk and surfs it. Gary does that. Yeah, yeah. Gary Busey jumps up. He hangs 10 on that off desk. You call yourself a point break expert. (laughs) Martin, I thought you wrote the point break wiki uh, yourself. (laughs) 